Welcome, everyone, to the Vibrant Family Podcast of FCBC Walnut, where we talk about church as family and family as church. I'm Katie Lee, the children's director here, and with me is Pastor Taryn Shea. Hi, everyone. This is our third episode. Wow, they just keep adding up. <laughs> we got to keep this going for... Hey, wait till we're going to celebrate when we went about 100th episode. 100th? Do yeah. you realize how many years that's going to be, Katie? Yeah, I don't know if I'm still going to be alive, yeah. but yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, I have a question for you, Katie, now that we're in episode three. And also, last month, I talked about where I went. I heard you went somewhere this past month. Yes, I did. Where'd you go? Well, you went to the east five hours away. That's right. I flew five hours away to the west. Guess where that landed landed me? In the middle of nowhere. Yeah, middle of the ocean. <laughs> Except there was a, a, a little island there. Oh, yeah? That's, you know, maybe nobody's heard of it. But... Uh, I'm sure it's foreign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my husband and I went to Hawaii. Oh, that's cool. Only on Oahu, one okay. island. Okay. We wanted to hit the, you know, tourist traps. I understand Waikiki, Honolulu. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of what we wanted mm-hmm. to see the sites. We were there years ago. And so I don't remember much of it. Mm-hmm. So it was good to, to go back again. Oh, that's great. What were some of the things that you did there? Well, my one adventurous thing that I booked ahead of time was we went ziplining. Oh, wow. Yes, my first time. It was great. I loved it. Was I it think. scary? No, it was not scary. Oh. Yeah. But this one was a little tame. It wasn't like we climbed up a tree and, you know. <laughs> uh, it was at the place where they filmed Jurassic Park. That was oh, wow. their claim to fame. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. that um, It's a private reserve. Mm. And they did a zipline there. So it was pretty tame. Mm-hmm. The, the thing that attracted me on the website was because they said for beginners at any level. So, and, and that was you for sure. For sure. Okay. And another thing we did was to, I think the last time I mentioned we booked an Airbnb with an ocean view. That mm-hmm. was like my one requirement for this trip. I wanted an ocean view so that I can relax and yeah. de-stress. Mm. And that was my number one goal. I felt like it's not that my demands at church are because of people putting pressure on me, I think, because I put pressure on myself. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where I felt like it was up to me to do things. I see. And I, that's not how God wants it to be. I think I was having an attitude of like, oh, everything depends on me. I got to do this and that. And I needed to, this vacation helped me to walk away and know that, hey, God's taking care of everything. And we have great volunteers serving in Trinity ministry and everything's fine. So I think God needed to teach me that this is his church mm. and it's not about me and I can relax. I can go on vacation with my husband. That's true. Although, you know, every single time you're gone, we have the best staff meetings. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> the most meaningful discussions are when Katie Lee is gone and out of the meeting. That's right. And <laughs> you don't even put it on the minutes and I don't even know what you guys talk about. With That's me. right. Well, I mean, is there anything else um, that you learned while you're in Hawaii? about your heart, about things that maybe, you know, when you were taken out from here and you were placed in Hawaii that God really pointed out to you? Yeah. Well, a couple of things. One is, positively speaking, I spent a lot of time with my husband, Mm. which a lot of times life gets in the way and he is busy and I'm busy and we do connect every day, but not uh, in a stretch type of time. Mm Mm-hmm. So that was nice to be able to spend some time together without kids. Got that. Yes. Um, not Well, last year we on my sabbatical, we, we went on an extended trip just the two of us. Mm-hmm. But we don't go long trips together just the two of us. Mm-hmm. 
And I think from a mother's point of view, we I'd like to have my kids with me. <laughs> Maybe Regina's the same way. Sure, she actually is. Yeah. Yeah. So for us to go on a vacation, just the two of us for a whole week. Stranded on an island. Stranded on not deserted island. Right, but right, yeah. right. <laughs> so that was good. I think it helped me to appreciate him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does a lot of things for me that I take for granted. So when it's just the two of us and I rely on him on everything, I realize how much I depend on him. Mm. On the negative side, though, because we're with each other 24-7 during this vacation, Uh it brought out the worst in us as well. Oh, no. I got impatient. I'm Mm. a backseat driver. When we're driving to places, I'm like, no, turn here. No, no, no. Park here. Park there. So I get impatient. And at home... We can be a part, you know, you go to your job, I go to my job, and I'm doing laundry. Or, you know, we're not always together. Even if we're both at home, we're at different parts of the house. Yeah. But when we're on vacation, you're in the same room. You're in the same car. You're in the same restaurant. (laughs) You're just Everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. And we were eating every meal together. Mm. And because we didn't go with anybody else, I mean, I wouldn't walk off somewhere by myself to go shopping or something. You know, Mm -hmm. we did everything together. And Mm -hmm. that kind of... um, realize how much sometimes too close in proximity we try get in, in in not on each other's nerves but we got in, I, I got impatient it was more about me i think mike is very patient uh, i had no filters i didn't have anybody <laughs> else around to hold me back so i would get impatient mm. and so we learned to forgive quickly and to build our relationship on and a deeper level where we forgive, we mm-hmm. enjoy each other's company, but we also have to put up with each other. Yeah. Well, thank you for being so open and sharing about how marriage really is for, for many of us. Yeah. And you have something to look forward to. In 18 years, you can go to Hawaii without children. 18 years? Yeah. That's so long. I mean, will we have 100 episodes of our podcast by 18 years? <laughs> you can't go to Hawaii <laughs> until we do 100 episodes. Oh, man. Hey, so I heard that we have a listener's question this month. Yes, and which kind of relates to what I just said about um, getting on each other's nerves. Because <laughs> when you get in close proximity, mm. you do get to know each other in a different way, right? You mm-hmm. can put on a very happy face. We, we just see each other once a week at church. So this listener question is this. Um, this person says, you talk about church is, you talk that about that church is like a family. But what do you do when your church family hurts you? Mm. And the listener said, I felt left out and people have been unkind. So how do you apply church's family when your church is not acting like a loving family? Wow, that sounds really hard. Yeah, it's definitely difficult to commit and be a part of a church family, but feel like you don't know people or feel like you're treated differently or or just feeling like you don't belong. So what are some of your thoughts about that, Katie? Well, you know, kind of like what I said about a trip. Actually, Mm -hmm. this question came in timely because I'm thinking about how even with my husband, because we are close in relationship and yet that brings out also the bad parts. Mm. And so when you're in a church family, part of that is that you 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 see each other and you have you want to build deeper relationships and then you're going to have conflict. If you just see each other as strangers, you don't have conflict with them. It's when you want to go closer that you start to feel the conflict. Yeah. So I would say, you know, kind of lean into that. Um, don't distance yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, our tendency is to back off. Mm-hmm. But just like with my husband, if we have a conflict, I should not back off because we have a covenant relationship mm-hmm. in the same way with, with the church. You have a covenant relationship with the church if you have cho- joined this church as a member. Yeah. 
And so don't distance yourself, but lean into it and ask God to clear up situations for you. And God will ask God to bring reconciliation of any relationships that might be, that might not be the way that you want it to be. Mm. And God will work that miracle. Yeah. I want to tell you what happened to me one time. What happened? When I first came to this church, I was working with a person on a project for children ministry. And during that course of working with this person, um, this person said something kind of rude. Mm -hmm. And I was very bothered by it. It wasn't rude to me, but it was kind of rude to the ministry, to the church. And this person being a supposed to be a uh, mature leader of the church, mm -hmm. I felt very bothered that this was not a good thing that this person should have said. Mm. I felt that I need to confront him mm -hmm. and tell him that this is not acceptable to God mm. in God's church in mm -hmm. the way that we do things. Mm -hmm. And But I thought, oh, man, how can I do this? I mean, I'm new here and how do I approach this person? And I prayed all week and I thought, you know, God, if you're going to open the door for me to talk, I will try to resolve this conflict. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, after praying for the week, when I saw this person on Sunday, he came up to me and apologized immediately. Oh, wow. He said to me, Katie, I'm sorry for what I said. That was not right. Mm. So when we pray for God to work, he, he wants us to be united as a family. Ask God for help. He will do it. This is his church. That's his will for us. He prayed that in the book of John for us for mm -hmm. unity. Yeah. And he'll make it happen. Maybe not specific, not in ways that maybe we think, oh, this is, but God will work it out. So that would be something I would say to this person. How about you? PT, what would you say, and maybe from a church point of view, encouragement to the church and how we can better function as church's family? Well, something that I think might be helpful is a lot of times when we go somewhere new or when we go to school or when we go uh, to some kind of gathering with people, usually if we come with our family, we tend to then run towards our friends and we're excited to see them and, and we want to say hi, we want to catch up and all these things. Well, if we flip it around a little bit and realize that spiritually we are the family of God, we are brothers and sisters. So whenever we gather for corporate worship, for any kind of you know fellowship or Bible study or whatever it is, that there's so many that we are already family with. And then maybe we can think, who is not as connected to us? Who is visiting us? Who, who needs to know people more? Who can we know and also be known by? And then run towards them. Because the funny thing is the people that we're the closest to at church, we should value that relationship, but those are also the people that we tend to be texting with during the week. We will plan outings with our children, play together. We you know, see we them at other times already. Yeah, we would see them anyway. And so how we can create an environment and a culture in our church family where your listener, as he or she was sharing their burden, if they're trying their best, we would be a welcoming home for them. We would be open arms for their desire simply to be a part of God's family through their actions and, and through their words and, and through their efforts. And so I would love for all of us to think of how we can turn towards the people that are in our church, but yet maybe not feel like they're a part of our family here at church. That would be helpful. And just like you said, we see our friends in, in other places. So when we come to church, let's reach out to some new friends. Yeah, that'd be great. You know, um, we just had Mother's Day. We did. And Father's Day is coming up. Very soon. Yes. Tell us a little bit. Well, I know on Mother's Day, we had a family dedication. Mm -hmm. Coming up Father's Day, we're going to have family dedication? Yeah, we are. Four families. 
So I'm pretty excited about that. And being that this is a podcast going out to the FCBC Walnut family, I just want to thank you guys first and foremost to, to being people that these families on Mother's Day and Father's Day are able to turn to, are able to raise their children among, are able to receive encouragement from, and are able to receive support from. And as we had three families in Mother's Day and now four families looking at the Father's Day, I want to just continue to ask of you guys to be a place in which intergenerational mentoring can happen, where these young moms and dads are able to receive wisdom and prayer and be able to be invested in through your lives and through your words and through your prayers. So looking forward to the next four that's coming up in just a couple of weeks. Uh, but along the way, we're just so excited to be able to celebrate these families and to know more about their children and to know more about their stories and that this is all part of the grand story of being a part of the household of our Heavenly Father in Christ. I love the way how we've been doing family dedication. Well, I would like to give a shout out to all the moms and dads out there. I know it's not an easy job. I see them coming in on Sundays, sometimes rushing. I understand, you know, no, no time for breakfast, get the kids out the door. At times, very overwhelming. And a lot of times, moms and dads don't get thanks. But I want you to know that we see you. Uh, we see you here at church coming, trying to be doing the best you can as spiritual leaders of the home. So I want to encourage you to continue to pursue Jesus in a gospel center home. I hope that we can encourage you to do that. And our church is here, and PT and I are here to encourage you to do that. Keep it up. Keep up the good work. Jesus sees you. He will not fail you as you pursue him. And no one can replace you, parents. You are the primary disciple makers in your home. God has chosen you to be in that role. No one is better for it than you. It is our privilege to come alongside you to do this for the next generation. And it is... Uh, in fact, our time to close, so I want to invite all of our listeners to contact us with your thoughts and questions. Uh, feel free to email to socialmedia at fcbcwalnut.org, or you can contact us directly, terrence at fcbcwalnut.org, or katie at fcbcwalnut.org, and your identity will be kept anonymous, and we can address your questions. Like we did today. Yes, and thank you for the listener who gave us a question because then we'll know what really are in people's hearts and, and uh, what is relevant. Absolutely. Okay. See you next time. Bye.